For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, my dream of conquering Hollywood and becoming a world-renowned actress is finally beginning! Today is my first casting! Oh boy, I hope it runs smoothly. Now I just have to change my clothes. I heard that Jenny Sinclair is here too. She's bound to get the main role, as her billionaire dad is too influential for her to not to. Ugh, you mean Jenny? The talentless eye candy? She's nothing special. Her dad's loaded! and it's rumored her mom is a famous actress. But after giving birth to her, she abandoned her for a movie role. This is so unfair. How were we meant to compete with some rich girl with a paternal sob story? <sighs> yes, I'm Jenny Sinclair, the daughter of billionaire Rod Sinclair, and the rumored daughter of a mysterious famous actress. People think growing up in wealth means my life is super easy. Wrong! My dad refuses to talk to me about my mother, Hence, even I myself don't know who she is, and that is also completely against my acting dreams. You see, I definitely needed to win this role on talent. Then they'd all take me seriously. It's almost my turn. I'm so nervous. The movie's called The Servant, so the main role is for the part of this maid, and Mrs. Sharma, a veteran actress who had just come back from Hollywood, will play the role of the ruthless mistress. Ugh. This is it. Fingers crossed I don't forget my lines. Next. Jennifer Sinclair. Ignoring the buzzing gossip behind me, I confidently stepped onto the stage and smiled at Mrs. Sharma. She seemed a little surprised when she saw me. Fetch me a cup of chamomile tea. I was walking with the tray when... Oops. I tripped and fell, and the cup shattered across the floor. You incompetent girl. You do realize that cup was worth more than you are? Huh? This wasn't in the script. Stunned, I just stood there with a confused look on my face. Poof! Miss Sinclair, how are you supposed to be an actress when your reactions are this abysmal? Acting is also about improvisation, not just learning the script by heart, young lady. Jenny, you clearly didn't do your research, as you're clueless about this character. I regained my composure, hurriedly apologized to Miss Sharma, and begged the director to let me try one more time. I don't have time for this. How can a young girl who was born with a silver spoon in her mouth ever understand the life of a maid? Please leave. Other contestants are waiting. So, my dream casting became a nightmare. Ugh, it felt like the whole world was laughing at me. Miss, please get up. You need to eat something. Please don't be down. There'll be plenty of other opportunities. 
No, that was my big chance, and I blew it. Lucas Hemingworth hates me. That basically means the whole industry will now shun me. Oh, him. My aunt's his housekeeper, and she said he's a horror to work for. He's fired five housekeepers within the last month, and now nobody dares apply. Don't let him get you down. Everybody knows how obnoxious he is. Did you just say Lucas Hemingworth is looking for a maid, and you know the housekeeper there? Um, that's right, but this is the perfect way to show him that I'm not just a pretty face. I might seem like a spoiled rich girl. I sure still can play the role of a maid better than anyone else. Please help me, or else I'll go on a hunger strike. I, I... Before she had a chance to reply, I grabbed the glass of milk and glugged it all in one breath. Okay then, we have the deal now? Hey, it's me, Jenny. I pass for a maid now, right? Remember what I told you, and never set foot in the master's working room without being asked. Now go to the warehouse and get me the box of Christmas decorations. Ugh, this box was so heavy. Suddenly I bumped into something, and as I fell, all of the Christmas decorations scattered across the floor. Huh? What was beneath me? Oh no, I was lying on top of someone. Oh my god, it was Lucas. I quickly got off him and apologized, but he just tutted at me, then walked off. I was feeling dumbfounded as I picked up the decorations when this girl approached me. You're the new maid, huh? Don't think that being pretty means you can seduce my dad to become a famous actress or something. Here's a piece of advice. Don't even dream about it. From now on, this maid serves me and only me. What a bummer. It was only my first day and I'd already got on the wrong side of Lily, the director's daughter. She already had a reputation in the modeling world for her extremely unpleasant personality. And indeed, from that day on, whenever she was home, she spent every second of her time tormenting me. Once, Lily asked me to bring her a cup of hot tea, but as soon as I put the tea tray down, she immediately changed her mind. She wanted her tea to be cool instead so I had to stand fanning the cup for half an hour. Then on another occasion, she ordered me to stand by the pool in the midday heat holding a tray of fruit. Then after each lap, she made me feed her a piece. It's not surprising I ended up with heat stroke and fell into the pool, which must have been extremely funny to Lily. Ugh. Well, she who laughs today may weep tomorrow. The next day, while watering the roses in the backyard, I caught sight of Lily acting out the part of the maid in front of her father through the living room's window. It seemed that she wanted to take the lead role in the movie, too. I think you should just focus on your commercial advertising projects. You haven't learned the lines, and your fake crying is terrible. Do you even know which book this movie is adapted from? Then he just left, leaving her with her tantrum. At that moment, Lily caught me standing there laughing. So, as punishment... She ordered me to clean every single book in the library. Ugh! Whatever. I liked books anyway. Standing on the ladder cleaning, I happened to see the original copy of The Servant, the book the play is based on. I took it off the shelf, when suddenly, the sound of the door opening startled me. I quickly put the book back and tried to climb down the ladder, but then I misplaced my footing and... Ah! Firm hands grabbed my waist and guided me onto my feet. They were wearing a hoodie, mask, and sunglasses. OMG, 
Had a thief just saved me? Who are you? How did you get in? This is trespassing. Do you realize whose house you're trying to rob? And you, do you know who you're talking to? Thief. Ridiculous. Then he pulled down his hood and took off his sunglasses and mask. Oh, God. It was Jack Jerome, the hottest actor on the scene right now. Before I could react, Lily's high-pitched scream startled us both. Jack, you're here! It's so exciting that you're staying with us for the next few months. I'm such a huge fan. To Lily's dismay, Jack ignored her, then coldly walked out of the room. So, turns out Jack's been cast as the male lead in The Servant, and to avoid adding to his already scandalous past and thus affecting the movie, Lucas insisted he stay here during filming. Anyway, even though I didn't like Jack at all, at least him being around meant Lily was too busy clinging on to him to pester me. These days, I often take advantage of the late-night cleaning time to study the original book. The last audition is coming up, and I have to understand my character better than anyone else. I was cleaning the kitchen while reading, when suddenly I heard footsteps. Hmm, who could it be at this time? So, you like this book? It's confusing though, right? Are you suggesting a mere maid like me isn't smart enough to understand it? I have no idea why you're cast as the warm, kind-natured, sincere part of Alfred. You're clearly the opposite of him. It's called acting, sweetheart. So are you saying an actor must be exactly like their character in real life? Then shouldn't you be more cautious, since I just played a murdering lunatic in my last movie? He's really unpleasant. Arguing with someone as arrogant as him was pointless. I'd just taken a few steps when I slipped over, but Jack reached out and grabbed my shirt tail, which helped save me from falling flat on the ground, but caused my shirt to tear. I blushed in embarrassment and tried to fix it. Here, have this, he said, as he quickly took off his jacket and placed it around my shoulders. At that moment, out of nowhere, Lily appeared. On seeing her, Jack hurriedly left the kitchen. She stormed over to me and yanked his shirt off me. What now? Changing your target already? But let me remind you, you're just some dumb maid. Jack's mine? Oh, poor Lily. You delusional girl. I'm not interested in Jack. But it doesn't take more than a glance to tell he's not remotely interested in her. Because of yesterday's incident... Lily made me wake up at 4 a.m. to bake probably all kinds of cakes that exist on Earth. I'd just finished decorating the last batch when she rushed into the kitchen, snatched the apron and gloves off me, then put them on. I didn't have time to understand what was happening when Jack walked in and she quickly held the plate out to him. Have a bite! I got up early to make it for you. What a fake! Jack was about to pop a piece of cake into his mouth, when I realized it was almond. He's allergic to them. Stop! That cake has almonds in it. Here, have this one. He took the cake, then winked at me before he walked off. Yeah, his personality sucks, but... Oh boy, how to resist that strong jawline and those beautiful deep eyes? Mm. Naturally, Lily was furious, so she forced me to make tea but no matter how much she knocked on Jack's door, he wouldn't open it for her. So she angrily threw the tea tray on the ground and yelled for me to clean it up. Oh my, it was such a mess. 
The carpet was tea-stained and there were bits of chipped china everywhere. I started picking up the pieces when, ouch, I cut my hand. Jack immediately opened the door. Then on seeing my bleeding hand, he quickly led me into his room and helped me bandage the cut. I didn't know he had this warm side to him. How surprising. This weekend, the director's having a small gathering for the film cast and crew, so my time was taken up with the preparation for this. Now I was confident to say that I had fully understood what it's like to be a servant, there's no housework that I hadn't tried. I also accidentally lied to the housekeeper that I used to be a bartender, so she assigned the cocktail making to me. I was trying to get my head around the recipe of a cosmopolitan when Jack walked in. Pretty good, but perhaps it needs a little more cranberry juice. You want the merry, not passing out. <laughs> I know all the guests coming, so I can give you hints on what cocktails to serve them. That's a good thing. I could ask him more about my future co-stars. The two of us talked passionately about wine, cocktails, and the servant book. Hmm, turns out he's actually quite sweet, and nothing at all like those ego-driven swine the press portray him as. While talking and drinking, I felt a little dizzy. Suddenly, Jack approached me. Actually, I find you quite captivating, so you can quit playing around now. Playing around? Huh? You think I like you? You're drunk. I was about to leave when Jack stopped me. You're always falling over in front of me. You remember my almond allergy? You're reading the book I'm cast as the lead in. If you don't like me, how come you've been with me this whole time? I looked at Jack confused. Honestly, every time I faced him, I felt my heart skip. Seeing me blushing, Jack gently lifted my chin and placed a sweet kiss on my lips. Right then, a scream made me jump and almost fell over again. Ah! What on earth are you two doing? I frantically ran out of the kitchen, leaving Lily screaming behind me. I sat outside by the pool until I regained my composure. That was unexpected. My first kiss was with Jack, the scandalous actor I hated the most. Hmm... I think I needed to leave before things became even more complicated. After composing myself, I went back to my room to start packing and saw my clothes were thrown across the ground and there, sitting on my bed with a smug look on her face, was Lily. She waved my passport and script in her hand. Jenny Sinclair, it appears I know your secret. How humble of you to lower yourself to play a maid just to get a movie role. Imagine the scandal if the press found out about this. No one would dare to cooperate with a snake like you. I angrily grabbed my things back, but it didn't work. Lily even pulled out her phone to film and threaten me. Do what I say, else this video goes viral. Then not only will your daddy dearest know you've been scrubbing toilets all day, but imagine the damage your lies will do to his precious reputation. Ugh! She was messing with the wrong girl. My method acting experience was over. I was done being her puppet. It's time she realized who's the true master of this game. I walked into school, with whispers following me. But is it just me, or did the crowd seem even more chatty today? I nervously walked up to my locker and, oh my god, splattered across it was the stamp Teenage Karen in spray paint. I shivered from embarrassment.
surrounded by giggles and gawping faces. I ran straight into the bathroom and shut myself in a cubicle to calm down. You might be wondering, how did I get here? I don't sound like those unreasonable, cocky people that usually grow into Karens, right? Because I'm not one of them. However, I realize how my actions could have caused this situation. I was adopted into one of those wealthy families who pressured their children to grow successful and flawless. As a result, I have never got any lower grade than an A or lost a competition. I was that perfect child that was too scared to fail because nobody had ever taught her how failures work. But then one day, everything changed. One casual school day, I walked into the literature class and saw an unknown boy already occupying my desk. All the girls were giving him dreamy looks. Hey, I tapped on his shoulder. Is this your seat? Yes. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. He then moved to another desk. I forced a polite smile and took my seat. Then our literature teacher announced that we would have a little test today, not affecting our grades. Being the teacher's pet around here, I could tell this was because she wanted to test Austin, that new boy. Okay, fine by me. Another A-plus to add to my collection. But only, I somehow couldn't concentrate. I looked out of the window, trying to find some writing inspiration, but that new guy was blocking my view. Okay, to be fair, he looks pretty cute. Without realizing it, I started staring at him. Then suddenly, he turned to me. We made eye contact, which startled me. Oh gosh, wake up, Catherine. You have a test to finish. I tried to focus on my essay again, but I kept having this feeling of him looking at me. Jesus, I hope he didn't get the wrong idea. I'm not like those girls who only go to school to check out cute boys. Time's up. I nervously turned in my paper, as I knew I was distracted and didn't deliver my best. But never mind, nobody could beat me, even on my worst days. Well, not this time. The following day, the teacher handed me back my work and whispered, I don't know what happened, but it's okay, don't worry. Huh? I quickly took the paper and... B minus? Okay, I knew I couldn't get an A plus with this one, but... Not even a normal A? I've never had a B before! The disappointed faces of my parents popped up in my mind. What if they wouldn't want me anymore? They adopted me, gave me this luxurious, perfect life, and this is how I thanked them? I started to panic and looked around to find the teacher. I needed to clear this up. And that's when I caught a glimpse of Austin's paper. An A? No way! I slammed it on the table and stood up. I protest this grade. There must have been some mistake. Can you please look over my essay? Oh, don't worry. This isn't an official test, so it's fine. No, it's not fine. How can I possibly be worse than this new kid? You have to reconsider it or I'll take it to the principal. Kate, you're being unreasonable. Sit down or I'll take you to the principal. I took a deep breath and calmed myself while sitting down. There were whispers about me circulating the class, but I couldn't care less, as I had this B- to deal with. My parents could never know about this. After this, I knew my friends were just pretending to be okay with me. As one time, when we had to team up for the relay running in PE class, no one picked me.
In the end, Coach Malone had to add me to a group. And guess what? It's the group of Austin and his fangirls. I hate this. And look at him. Such a thorn in my eye. I wish I could just throw this baton at his annoying face. But, thud, I fell face down just inches away from Austin. Are you okay? Just take the dumb baton and go. Ugh, this dude is definitely bad luck. I crawled up, then suddenly I heard giggles. It was a group standing by the track lanes with their phones up. Were they laughing at me? I stormed over to them with my hands up to cover their cameras. What's so funny? Do you have any common courtesy? Um, chill out. It's not, has no one taught you to help others in need? Not record them and laugh over it? No, listen. Funny story. We actually, so you still think it's funny? Delete that video right now. No, you can't. Just, just hear us out. But that only made me madder and yank on the phone even harder. Then, oops, the phone went flying and hit the hard concrete ground. Oh no, I didn't mean to. The boy whose phone it was freaked out and ran over to pick it up. Look what you've done! Who would ever want to film you? We were just making a performance video for the cheerleading team. Through the cracked screen of his phone, I saw a video of the cheerleaders practicing on the field on the other side of the track lanes. Oh no. This was so embarrassing! I quickly asked for the guy's contact and promised I'll make up for his broken phone, then ran back to my class. I felt exhausted. It's like the whole world was against me. But at least there was always one thing that could ease my soul. Yes, it's my books. That's why whenever I feel drained, I'd go to the school library to relax. So, like every other time, I made my way there, but... I think I'd forgotten my library card. Oh well, no big deal, as the librarian, Mrs. Flenderson, is basically family to me at this rate. She doesn't even ask for my card anymore. Hi, Mrs. Flenderson, I said as I passed by the librarian's desk, but then I was taken aback by some unfamiliar voice. Um, where are you going? Card, please? It turned out Mrs. Flenderson was out of the office and there's this freshman who volunteered to fill in. I asked her nicely to let me in, but she kept on saying no while chewing on her gum, which drove me crazy. Ugh. Listen, do you know who I am? I don't need some dumb card to get in here. Yeah, yeah, but not on my watch. Look, half of these books are from my family's donation. You should be showing some more respect, kiddo. Your snobby opinions won't work with me. Here, we attend the same school, so we're all equal and rules are rules. Let me speak to your supervisor. Call Mrs. Flenderson. You're such a Karen. I froze upon hearing that word. That was the first time I'd been called by that nickname, and only then I realized how much of a fuss I'd been making here. But it's just that I was already in such a terrible mood. All I wanted was to just go to my safe place, and that too was impossible now. I then quickly composed myself and walked away. But to my dismay, some passerby had been watching me throw a tantrum since God knows when. And yep, Austin was there too. Why would I be surprised anymore? My stories at the running track, also at the library, soon spread around the school like wildfire. People didn't try to hide the fact that they were avoiding me anymore, 
and started calling me Karen. So, obviously, this one time when we had to pair up in literature class for the midterm essay, I was left alone again. At least, that's what I thought, until Austin leaned over and asked me to be his partner. Though I hated his guts, I could not fail his test. So, yeah, I've agreed. We met up later that day at his house. I was enthusiastically showing him some of the book options for our essays topic, but he was totally unbothered, scrolling through his phone. Yeah, yeah, whichever you like. He'll be taking care of all this anyway. What do you mean? Look, I only paired up with you because you're so good at this. So please just do your thing. Whatever. I don't care. I hate these. You don't like literature? But last time you scored an A. Oh, that? Don't be too bitter, as I just copied your work and changed it around a bit. So technically it's your A too. Yay! Congrats! What? So... All of the stress I had to bear these past few weeks turned out was just because he cheated? Ugh, I was so angry. Feeling on emotional overload, I burst out crying, which got Austin flustered. Hey, what's wrong? Calm down. Don't cry, I'm sorry. Please stop crying. Then through tears, I started telling him about all the pressure I have to bear from my parents' expectations and about all the Karen mishaps I've gotten caught up with lately at school. At one point, Austin apologized to me, as he realized this all originated from the act of him copying my essay. That night, we didn't get anything done for the essay, but we just sat down and talked. After such an oversharing session, Austin and I naturally got closer to each other. In fact, he became the only friend I had at school. It's nice to have a friend again, but it's still hard when your reputation at school was totally ruined and everyone knew you as teenage Karen. Especially when I had a big speech contest coming up. I hadn't been in the right mind to study, so I barely had anything prepared for the competition. I kept imagining my parents' disappointed faces when I didn't win first place. The night before the contest, I was so stressed out that I had to pour it all out into my diary in hope that I would feel lighter and ready for the big day. Then suddenly my phone rang. It was Austin. Hey. Good luck tomorrow, Kate. See you there. Thanks. I don't know anymore. Are you still stressed over it? If you're this worn out because of it, then I know a cure. What is it? Just quit. It's just some contest. And you don't have to come first in everything. We're all just human after all. You're crazy. (laughs) Okay, I'll get some sleep now. See you tomorrow. But my mind was too cluttered with thoughts and worries to sleep. The next morning, I arrived in front of the competition venue, but hesitated to go inside. Then suddenly, I found myself running away from that building while phoning Austin. Meet me at the park, West Gate. Ten minutes later, he arrived in his car. I hopped in the front seat, then said, Let's go to the theme park. I want to have fun. Austin looked at me, stunned. But then he smiled and drove off without a question. Yep, just like that. I dropped out of the contest and turned off my phone to just enjoy a day being a teenager. I went on all the scariest roller coaster rides, screaming my heart out, leaving all my worries behind. By dusk, I was 100% ready for my parents' tantrum. They probably would disown me now. 
but I felt strangely calm. As Austin drove up to my house, I could see my mom pacing back and forth in the front yard. There she was, already waiting to punish me. Upon seeing me, mom ran straight over and gave me a hug. Oh my god, honey! Where have you been all day? We've been worried sick about you! Wait, what's going on? Why isn't she angry? Then dad also ran over to us as soon as he spotted me, holding something in his hand. Sweetie, I'm so sorry for not knowing how much you've been through. We didn't realize our high expectations were putting so much pressure on you. We might have been too strict on you, but I want you to know that we'll always love you, no matter what. Oh, dad was holding my diary. So, they know everything now. I cried tears of relief. It was so good to know they finally understood my feelings, and they even swore to change and try to listen to me more. That day, I realized that my parents loved me unconditionally, and whatever happened in my life, they would never give me up. What's up, teenage Karen? Um, yeah, my friends still call me Karen. But it's okay, as they only call me it in a jokey way. Nothing mean or anything. I'm over everything that happened, and so is everyone else. It's all just memories now, but thanks to that Karen phase, I was reminded not to be so strict on myself, so I don't end up being a Karen to my own self again. <laughs> hey you! Quit standing there and come clean my locker already! You're destined to be a maid, just like your mom! Suddenly, a whole group of kids erupted into laughter, and I just froze. I glanced back, wondering how they knew my secret. But then I realized they were mocking some other girl. Phew, what a relief. This new school seemed intense, and when I walked into the classroom, three of my new classmates wouldn't stop staring at me. But I just ignored them. But at lunch, one of them came over to me and said, I guess your family is super rich, right? I didn't know what to say, so I just replied with, Um, no. No, they're kind of normal. Why? Then he raised his voice. How dare you try to sit here then? This is our table. Move. I immediately got up and ran to an empty seat on the corner table. That's when some kid told me that the three rich kids were Brent, Sophia, and Jasmine. He told me that the best way to stay out of trouble was to avoid them at all costs, because their parents basically funded the whole school and so everyone had to respect them. But I couldn't avoid them, because the very next day, Sophia came running up to me and said, Why do you keep your family a secret? Come on, spill! I freaked out. Why did she suddenly ask me that? But then Jasmine appeared and said, Girl, that bag you wore yesterday is totally sold out. How did you get your hands on one? Oh, right. They were probably talking about my Insta post from yesterday. And so I said, Oh, my dad bought it for me in Paris. Sophia's eyes went wide and she said, OMG, your dad is so cool. Why are you wearing it today? Shoot, they were going to catch me out. I had to think fast. Um, my parents don't want me to show it off, so they said I can't bring it to school. Sophia and Jasmine burst out laughing and said my family sounded cool, but weird. If only they knew the truth. The bag wasn't even mine. It was just from a modeling job I did to make some extra pocket money. In fact, my parents were super poor. 
My mom worked as a maid, and my dad was a security guard. Obviously, I couldn't afford fancy designer bags, but the rich kids didn't need to know that, right? At lunch, I saw them walking towards my table, and Brent said, What do your parents do? Just tell us. We won't tell anyone. I told them my dad was the CEO of a big fashion company, and my mom worked at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. I wasn't proud of my lie, but the alternative was being treated like the girl I saw on my first day at this school, and I didn't want that at all. They all looked amazed, and Jasmine said, That makes sense why you're so pretty and smart. Then Brent jumped in and said, But then why are you a scholarship kid, hmm? I just smiled and kept quiet. I couldn't think of a good lie and didn't want to take this any further. I thought they would leave me alone after that, but they kept approaching me and even started to ask me to join them at the rich kids' table. I couldn't say no, but when they asked me to hang out on weekends, I made up excuses, not because I didn't want to join, but because there was no way on earth I could afford it. I didn't even dare to ask my parents, as they were working so hard to save up for my college tuition. I was so afraid of my lies catching up with me, so whenever I modeled for high-end stuff, I'd post a pic to my Insta. One time, I shared a photo of me wearing super expensive heels and captioned it, Thanks, Dad. Love you. Sometimes, I even took it to the next level and edited travel photos, so it looked like I'd spend the weekend in Paris. And one time, I even photoshopped me driving in a Lamborghini. It was a lot of effort, but it was better than being mocked for being poor, like what happened to me in my last school. I couldn't go through that again. One time, I decided to go shopping with them, and it was crazy to watch them buying everything in sight without even thinking about it. I couldn't even dream of a life like that. But when we got to the bag shop, Jasmine pointed to a fancy-looking bag and said she'd bought it yesterday. Then she asked me, You probably already have it, right? I just grinned and said, Yep, my mom bought it for me last time she was in Milan. But then Jasmine said, Yay! Okay, cool. So let's both wear them on Monday. Everyone will be jealous. That weekend, I felt sick. I had to buy that bag. I decided to raid my piggy bank, but when I got to the shop, I realized I only had one-tenth of the amount needed. I was so shocked. Who would spend that much on a bag? While I was standing there, a woman came in and bought it without hesitation. Why was it so easy for rich people? I decided to follow her just out of curiosity and saw her going to the restroom. I couldn't believe it. She just left her new bag by the sink and then went into the cubicle. I looked around and saw the coast was clear. So I quickly grabbed the bag and walked out of the restroom. I ignored the guilt about stealing it from her and headed home. All I could think about was what would happen if I walked up to school on Monday without the bag. But as soon as I reached my room, the regret was eating away at me. Would I go to jail if they find out? My parents would kill me. Well, Monday morning rolled around and I proudly wore my new bag to school. Brent, Jasmine, and Sophia were so surprised and said I had the limited edition version which was twice the price as the normal one. This made me feel even more guilty, but from the looks I got all day, it was worth it. Everyone saw me as one of the rich kids now. Soon it would be summer vacation, and Brent said he had a holiday house in Hawaii and suggested we all go for one week together. 
No way I could afford that. So I lied and said I had to go to Paris with my dad for an event. But then Jasmine said her parents were away, so we could have a party at her house instead that weekend. She suggested we dress up and said she couldn't wait to see my clothes I wore outside of school. Oh no, I was dreading this. Brent said he would pick me up at home and drive me there, but I told him to meet me at school instead, as my parents were so strict. Oh my gosh, all of this lying was making me feel exhausted. But no way could I let them see my dilapidated old house especially as I'd lied and told them we lived in a villa with a pool and golf course. My lying was becoming a big problem. I mean, where would I get a dress from? I lay there worrying about it, and suddenly I heard my parents talking in their room. My mom was saying she'd finally saved enough to send me to college and asked my dad if he could deposit it in their bank tomorrow, as she had to work at some party. Then she said she'd been keeping it in her closet for safekeeping. I thought about it for a while. I mean, the money was for me anyways, right? So what harm would it do if I just took it now? The next morning, I snuck into their room and took all of the money and rushed out to the mall to buy a gorgeous purple dress and sparkly shoes. This was absolutely the life that I deserved. After that, I took an Uber to school, where Brent, Jasmine, and Sophia picked me up. I had like a million missed calls from my mom and dad, but I ignored it and turned my phone off. I just wanted to enjoy a full day living like a true rich kid. Brent drove us towards Hampton's Country Club, and I couldn't believe it. Jasmine's family owned this place. Wow! When we arrived, a valet came over, but Brent was so rude to him, he shouted at him and said, Listen, buddy, this car cost four million dollars. If you even leave one tiny mark, you'll be paying for it for the rest of your life. I turned around to see the valet's reaction. Then my jaw almost hit the floor. It was my dad. He saw me and looked surprised, but before he could say anything, we walked off. We hung out in the country club for a bit. Then in the evening, we drove to Jasmine's house. Her place was insane. She had a tennis court, her own cinema, and don't even get me started on how many cars her family owned. We sat down to eat in the dining room, and I kid you not, there were four maids waiting to serve us. We each had our own one. I was too busy being shocked to notice my maid walking towards me, but then I heard a familiar voice. Sweetie, what are you doing here? Mom? I was horrified. The party she'd mentioned yesterday. This was the party! Oh no, this was a disaster. Jasmine looked surprised and said, Do you know her? So I said, Oh, she used to be a maid at our house. My mom looked crushed and said, A maid? How could you say that? Then Jasmine got annoyed and said, Don't you dare speak to my guest like that. Get out of my sight. My mom ran off, almost in tears, and for the next little while, Brent and Sophia treated her terribly, too. Brent even asked her to clean his shoes. My mom was being treated like this all because of me. I could see she was really upset, and she accidentally dropped some sauce on Jasmine's dress. And then Jasmine just lost it. She pushed my mom and screamed, Are you crazy? Do you know how much this dress cost? Well, that was it. I'd had enough. I ran over and helped her up. Mom, 
Are you okay? Mom? Jasmine, Brent, and Sophia all shouted. So I said, Yes, she is my mom. And how dare you treat her like that? Tears were pouring down my cheeks, and I felt so humiliated. Needless to say, they kicked us out, and Jasmine even threw some $10 bills at us and said, Take it. Go back to your broken-down house. You're stinking up our air. I couldn't stop crying. It was exactly how they treated that girl on my first day at school. I didn't have much choice but to tell my parents the truth. That I'd lied to everyone, stolen the bag, and even stolen their money just so I could pretend to be rich. I'd never been so ashamed in all my life, especially after everything my parents had done for me. It took some time, but they eventually forgave me, and we moved to a small town out in the countryside so I could start at a new school. I never wanted to see those rich kids again. Now, I'm working hard to finish school and save enough money for college, and I've realized that being rich didn't even make me happy. My family might be poor, but they're the nicest people I've ever met, and you can't buy that in any designer shop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.